Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM, The Ticket. This is Bronco Focus with the voice of Boise State Athletics, Bob Beeler. We are being told that Bob Beeler is poolside tanning lotion. Is Bob more of a sunblock guy or a tanning lotion guy, Forrest? What do you think? Sunblock. Yeah, I say sunblock all the way. Bob, welcome. Sunblock or tanning lotion? Tanning oil. Uh, probably sunblock. I had a little bit on the top of my head and my forehead today, but the rest of it, uh, you know, the legs, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be out here long enough to get to get burned. But it's just nice. Temperature's mid-60s here today. It feels a lot warmer, and I figured why not do prep here and talk to you while sitting in the beautiful sunshine? Because I, kn- I knew you, Prater, would be very excited if I was out at school. I'm very proud of you, Bob. I was checking the weather earlier, and I hope you would bring me this wonderful news. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Bob. Hey, we talked yesterday, just as Wyoming and UNLV were tipping off, you were there at the Thomas and Mac. What were your impressions of the other quarterfinal games yesterday, just the whole day one, Bob? Well, I think the biggest thing that I can think of is that the top four teams were indeed better than the rest, and the league was very much in tears. Uh, last night, Boise State, along with Wyoming, Colorado State, and San Diego State, all were able to prevail. All were challenged. All came down into the final minute, in some case, the final shot of either being tied or being defeated. But when you look at what happened in the conference, it shouldn't be a surprise. The top four teams in the league combined for 55 conference wins. The other seven in the league combined for 42 wins. So it has definitely been a top four team. I think all of the teams have punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament. Wyoming right now might be in a play-in kind of situation where if they could win a game or maybe even two to win the tournament they would move out of that but uh i don't think the teams are playing to get in the tournament now i think they're playing for seeding and i think that's going to allow for some really good games because i don't think anybody's going to feel you know just really pressured and and i don't want to say you know with the rope kind of coming down to the end of the season you know i think all four of the teams have to feel real good whether they win or lose today. All right, well, we got Leon versus Linder, the third chapter of Wyoming-Boise State this season, Bob. They split the first two. Home teams won both. Uh, were there any common threads that you noticed between the first two times these two teams play that we might see tonight? Well, one of them that I think that you don't want to have come through tonight, Boise State in both games was outshot and out-rebounded. And this season, when they've got their eight and seven, and when they've been out rebounded, they're five and four. So uh, I think that Boise State's going to want to be on the plus side of both of those to uh, to beat Wyoming tonight. So that to me is a concerning trend for the first few games. And uh, I think Ek is a guy to watch. In the first game at Boise, he had 19 points, nine rebounds. Second game, he went for 33 and 10. He only took five free throws in Boise. He took a whopping 15 free throws in Laramie. So I would think that maybe the number he'd get on a neutral floor would be somewhere between 5 and 15. He didn't get that yesterday. UNLV did a nice job on him. Allowed him only three free throw attempts and he went 4 for 14. Maldonado was a guy that's been very consistent against Boise State. 17 in one game, 16 in another. He's not a three-point shooter. He's a guard that likes to go inside and back down and, and take it to the basket. So I'll be interested to see if Boise State does anything different trying to defend him. Bob Beeler, Bronco Focus, live from an anonymous pool somewhere in Las Vegas, getting you ready for tonight's Mountain West semifinal, Boise State, Wyoming at 730. Bob, what scares you the most about Wyoming? Well, that 
they get to the foul line a lot. EK and Maldonado have both taken over 200 free throws this season. To give you an idea, Boise State's leading free throw shooter is Kijab, who's been to the line 178 times. Free throw scoring on the year, Wyoming averages 15 points. Boise State averages 12 points at the line. Now, a plus three for Wyoming, you wouldn't think that is, you know, very different. But both of these teams have used free throw shooting as a major part of their offense. If Boise State shoots more free throws, they are 19-0. and 0. Wow. Now, the last 14 games, Boise State has really improved. 73% at the free throw line for the team in the last 14 games. So they shoot that tonight. If it's a real tight game, maybe they need to shoot a little better. But for the most part, 73% would be a very good mark. Now, how about this question, Prater, for you? Who has the longest consecutive made free throw streak on the team with six? Ooh, six. That's it. Like this. Yeah. Let's go with uh let's go with Tyson Degenhardt. Can I get a guess, Bobby? Sure. I'm going to say Armouche. Armouche is correct. I just His love yeah. that was a trick quite question. A bit. That was a trick question. No, I just always <laughs> beat Prater in trivia and I continue it. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> So, you know, I just don't want to see Wyoming get to the foul line. And I think sometimes with that, you're going to see players get in foul trouble and maybe have to go to the bench. So, if I'm Boise State, I don't want to see E.K. and Maldonado get to the free throw line a lot because that's how they've won a lot of their games. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Bob, yesterday we saw that Nevada game, two-point game, a little, little tight and a little scary there at the end. How do you see this game? Will it play out differently tonight? I think it will. Uh, Boise State got uh, big points from their two guards, Acott and Shaver. They combined for 37. And if you look at what they've done against Nevada during the regular season, Acott had 23 and 16, Shaver 28 and 16. But against Wyoming, those two have only averaged three and a half for Acott and seven for Wyoming. You say, oh, whoa, oh, that's bad. You know, where are we going to get the points? Well, they're going to come for the forwards. Degenhardt against Wyoming had 14 and 13, and Kijab had 18 and 26. Together, they only combined for 20 last night against Nevada. So I expect a lot more points coming inside, coming from the forwards tonight from Boise State. And I think the big thing to watch is what Jeffries, Wenzel, and Ducell get from outside. Those are their three-point shooters. Yep. I think Acott and Shaver need to get about as many or more as those three for the Cowboys. You can't let the Jeffries kid get hot, Bob. That's going to be paramount as well tonight. And I guess I'll just say this. I know you're the play-by-play guy, but... You know, Bob, who do you see winning these two games tonight? And uh, tell us about the coverage also. Well, I think both teams in both games could win. I think we've got a great semifinal night of basketball. I think the games are going to be close. Um, I think the, the two favorites win. I think we see Boise State and Colorado State in the championship game tomorrow. I think both teams have just a little more across the board than Wyoming does and San Diego State does. Now, wouldn't surprise me if Wyoming and San Diego State won. These are by far the best four teams in the league, by far the most consistent. All of them have found ways to get it done all year, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a great semifinal. Uh, Wyoming will have the largest crowd of the four in the arena tonight. I think they brought half the state yesterday, and they'll probably bring uh, half of the rest of the half of the state tomorrow, or for tonight, I mean, and then grow tomorrow if they get to the finals. But uh uh, it'll be a little bit of an advantage for them. Uh, really good turnout for Boise State. By far the best turnout they've had in the in the time that they've been coming. We've been coming down to the Mountain West and you know Colorado State, San Diego State both had good turnouts. But again, when your teams are winning, you think you got a chance to get the tournament championship. You're going to get people there. Bob, is your shirt on or off right now? Yes, on definitely. Okay, he was your shirt on guy at the yeah. pool. 
I uh, appreciate that. Well, well, not when I go in the water, but I haven't gone in the water. So, are you gonna you gonna jump in, Bobby? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> it's more the problem is when you jump out, not when you jump in. So, uh, seven o'clock tonight, Mountain Time will be our pregame. By the way, over on six seventy KBO. I believe that was the other part of the question you asked. Appreciate you, Bob. Bob Beeler, Bronco Focus. Great stuff, Raider. Say you are going. You're gonna follow Boise State wherever they go to the tournament. There's eight locations. What's the best experience going to be for that Boise State fan? I did my homework, Prater style. I got some ideas. We want your calls on this, too. Give us a call. Tell us to know your favorite. We're doing it next. Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket.